this is Irma and welcome to my Not A Podcast podcast about Anthony Joseph. And the only reason I say that is because I don't see myself creating more episodes, whether it be about other writers or Anthony Joseph himself, although I'm sure that I could talk a lot about him and his career. So why Anthony Joseph? Well, a few weeks ago, I had no idea who he was, and I wouldn't have known anything about him if it wasn't for my professor who had listed him as one of the writers we could do a research project on. And I didn't pick him for any particular reason, but I'm glad that I did. You know, after stalking him for the past couple of weeks, whether that be on his Twitter account or on Facebook, reading everything I possibly could about him, including reviews on his poetry collections, novels, and music, watching some of his spoken word performances, listening to, I think, his seven albums, reading what poetry I could find, reading reviews he has written on other musicians, And after watching his interviews and learning what he thinks about his own poetry and music and what he wants to convey, made me start to really like him as a writer and as a performer. So who is Anthony Joseph? You know, I've only said his name around 10 times, but he is a poet, a novelist, a musician, and an academic. He has four poetry collections, three novels, seven albums, performs at jazz festivals, teaches creative writing at Burbeck College, and is one of the three Jerwood Compton Poetry Fellows for 2019 to 2020. And I personally didn't know what the Jerwood Compton Poetry Fellowship was, and so I did a little research, and it is funded by Jerwood Arts, which is the leading independent funder dedicated to supporting UK artists, curators, and producers to develop and thrive. And that was taken directly from their site, which I'll link to. And um, they have a separate page dedicated to the Poetry Fellowship, And they state that the fellowships reward a culturally and creatively diverse series of individuals, which can mean both discovering emerging talent and rewarding experience and excellence. They also offer an opportunity to engage in critical conversations about what poetry can be and is today. And Anthony Joseph's work is heavily influenced by his home country, Trinidad. He was born there in 1966 and moved to England in 1989 and has lived there ever since. However, he does find the time to go back and visit every couple of years or so, which includes his recent trip back to record his latest album, People of the Sun, where he collaborated with a lot of artists from Trinidad, like Ella Andal. And although he has established himself in London, Anthony Joseph has mentioned in various interviews that he doesn't regard himself as English or British, and he never will. He states that the older he gets, the more connected to Trinidad he feels, and it took me a while to understand what he meant. But when I applied it to my own life, it made sense. I was born in El Salvador, and as the years go by, the more I miss it. I do go back and visit, but the last time I went was three years ago. I miss the small things the most, like my favorite fruit, which is a guinda, and Mr. Donut, the best place to have breakfast, taking communal naps on hammocks at my aunt's house, and listening to the specific vernacular of Spanish from El Salvador. And as I've gotten older, the more I understand how integral El Salvador is in my life. And so I understand why Anthony Joseph says he's not British, because he isn't. He is a Trinidadian who resides in London. So naturally, he uses a lot of elements from Trinidad, like the scenery, the music, his experiences there, and his relationship with his family to create his poetry. For example, his third poetry collection, Birdhead Sun, 
focuses on his life living in Trinidad in the 1970s and 80s, whereas his performance called Windrush, A Celebration, focuses on the different ways in which the Windrush generation changed Britain culturally. And although he himself isn't a part of that generation, he has some shared experiences as an immigrant from Trinidad. And just this year, Anthony Joseph performed Sonnets for Albert for the online event culture with Compton Poetry Takeover. The sonnets are about his relationship with his father, and they also touch upon masculinity and fatherhood in the Caribbean while being accompanied by improvised jazz. This performance really reminded me of Afrobeat and Sunrise and Spaces of Place. And from the performances that I've seen, I'd have to say that this one is by far my favorite one. But this isn't the only song or performance in which Anthony Joseph blends together different genres of music either. He uses Afrobeat, which in and of itself is a blend of West African music, calypso, jazz, and funk. And just like his music, his writing is pushing boundaries and blending different genres together. He states that since moving to London, he began to fuse Trinidadian speech patterns and rhythms with postmodern Euro-American literary theory, creating a kind of diasporic avant-garde. For example, his first kind of experimental novel called The African Origins of UFOs is a time-shifting narrative in poetic prose and poetry that fuses elements of science fiction, surrealism, metafiction, Trinidadian history and mythology, to explore issues of exile, race, and genetic memory, all told in a fresh and innovative language infused with speech rhythms of Trinidad. In this novel, he also takes experiences from the past and uses them to look forward into a different kind of future, and although not all his writing incorporates this, his first novel does and is very Afrofuturistic. And you can find the full synopsis on Salt Publishing, which I've linked to on the site. And his second novel, Kitsch, a fictional biography of a Calypso icon, came out in 2018. This novel was Anthony Joseph's thesis for his PhD in creative and life writing at Goldsmiths College. His novel fills in the gaps to the life of the musician Lord Kitchener, who he actually met once in Trinidad. So you can see that his writing takes inspiration from Trinidad in a variety of ways, and his music is similar. He even mentions that mentions in an interview that he doesn't differentiate between his poetry and music because they are the same for him. I'm not going to talk a lot about his music, with the exception of his latest album, People of the Sun, but I've included all of his albums on the site. I've also included the poetry collections that I didn't mention in his latest novel, The Frequency of Magic. So the last thing I want to talk about is the album I mentioned earlier called People of the Sun. I think that this album is important because this is the first album he recorded in Trinidad, and in an interview from Pan-African Music, Anthony Joseph states, This is the album I've been dreaming of making since the beginning. I've always dreamed of recording in Trinidad, but I needed time. I needed to have a full range of experiments and experiences in Europe to find myself. You only understand the Caribbean when you are away from it. This statement made me realize that the work he has released the past few decades are reflective of his personal journey of understanding himself and his heritage. If you aren't interested in listening to or reading Anthony Joseph's work yet, you should to see his transformation over the years. And I think that his statement that you only understand the Caribbean when you are away from it can be applied to a lot of things. I think that when you are deeply embedded within a community, it's hard to understand it because you are naturally partaking in all of its discourses. So, you know, moving away from Trinidad and living in London has only brought him closer to his community and 
heritage and it's fascinating so if you want to learn more about anthony joseph please take the time to look at my site and thank you for listening to my not a podcast podcast